Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show. We're developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. The Dr. Wyatt Show is also available for you to call in Monday through Thursday, 4.30 to 6 p.m. with your marriage questions. So be sure to give me a call at 720-307-7347. The message today is all about three benefits of a covenant marriage. There's two approaches to marriage. Maybe you knew this, maybe you didn't. There's the contract approach and the covenant approach. The contract approach says, I am committed to you as long as my needs are met and I'm in love. The moment my needs aren't met, the moment I don't feel in love, divorce is a viable option. That's the majority of marriages today. That's how people approach marriage, whether they realize it or not. Because the moment their needs aren't met or the moment they don't feel in love, they start thinking about divorce. A covenant approach, that refers to someone thinking about marriage as a long-term commitment. I'm in this for the long haul. And I know there's gonna be seasons of winter where our needs aren't gonna be met. I know there's gonna be these difficult periods where I don't feel in love with you. And that's when we dig in deeper and we work harder. That doesn't mean we get a divorce. So it's a different mindset with the covenant approach. It's more of a long-term approach. The risk with the contract approach is your commitment is tied almost entirely to your feelings. And feelings can be very fleeting, very fragile. So it makes your commitment level go up and down like a roller coaster. So I'm gonna talk about three benefits of the covenant approach to marriage. The first benefit is you're gonna handle conflicts differently. So if you know you're in a contract marriage and it's all about how you feel, the moment you hit a hard season in your marriage, you're gonna immediately immediately be thinking about divorce. It's a viable option right away, which means you probably won't be working as hard as you could be at resolving the problems. In contrast, if you're in a covenant approach marriage and you hit a rough season in your marriage, then if you know divorce is not a viable option, guess what? You're gonna dig in deeper. You're gonna work harder because you know for you, divorce is not an option. Now, there are times when divorce is an option in the covenant approach. And primarily, this is referred to as the three A's. The three A's are adultery, abuse, and abandonment. Now, when it comes to adultery, couples, can go through adultery, but still heal and recover. It's hard and the road is very narrow and you should check out the articles on my website on surviving infidelity and 10 ways to heal from affairs. The road's very narrow, but some couples can recover even when there is adultery. When it comes to abuse, abuse is a pretty loose term and it's pretty broad and underneath the umbrella of abuse is neglect. So if you're in a marriage and you feel like your needs are not met and you bring it up to your partner again and again and they refuse to seek help, they refuse to change, and they tell you to get over it, they're not going to meet your needs, that would qualify as neglect. And that would therefore qualify you to move forward with a separation or a divorce. When it comes to separation and divorce, I always recommend doing a separation first because a lot of times a separation can get your partner's attention and it can be a wake-up call, and it can help them realize, I need to make some changes, or I'm gonna lose my family, I'm gonna lose my partner. So sometimes people get complacent, 
and they're not willing to really change until they realize you mean business. And so even if you're in a covenant approach, that doesn't mean you need to tolerate mistreatment at all. If there's unrepented infidelity and your partner will not cease contact with the person, get a separation. If your partner will not tend to your needs, no matter how much you bring it up and they refuse to seek help, get a separation. But on average, this covenant approach is I'm in it for the long haul and it will change how you respond to problems. So in my marriage, I've been through several seasons of winter where I did not feel in love, my needs were not being met, and everything inside of me wanted to get a divorce. But I was committed to the covenant approach. And so I had to go through my mind, is this adultery? No. Is this abuse? No. Is this abandonment? No. And because the answers were no, my only choice was to stick in there and dig in deeper and work harder, and I'm so glad that I did because today we have a better marriage now than we ever have had. So it makes a monumental difference how you're gonna handle problems based on if you're approaching your marriage as a contract versus a covenant. The second benefit to the covenant approach is it's gonna cultivate security. Too many couples are in the habit of whenever they have a conflict, one or both partners throws out the D word. They threaten divorce or they threaten leaving the other person, or they threaten ending the relationship. Every time you threaten the security of the relationship, it makes the relationship insecure. It makes your partner insecure. And when we feel insecure, what do we do? We pull back, we withdraw, we retreat, we go underneath our shell. So if you are threatening the security of your relationship because you're throwing out the D word as a threat, it's gonna hinder the intimacy in your relationship because your partner and perhaps you are gonna pull back. And therefore, you're not gonna be as vulnerable emotionally, which is gonna also make you not as willing or open to the physical connection. So that's the second main benefit, is if you're approaching marriage as a covenant, you don't threaten ending the marriage when you have a fight. You don't threaten leaving your partner because you know you're in it for the long haul. And if your partner knows you're in it for the long haul, that breeds security. They're gonna become more vulnerable, more open, and that's gonna facilitate emotional closeness and sexual closeness. The third benefit to the covenant approach of marriage is it provides opportunities for growth. This is a big one. No other relationship do you have someone shining a mirror back in your face 24-7, highlighting your growth areas, highlighting where you screw up, highlighting your brokenness, highlighting your shortcomings. No other relationship does that. So we have a choice. If we're in a contract marriage and our partner is highlighting our weaknesses, pointing out things that we're doing that's upsetting them, if you're in a contract marriage, you may say, forget this. I'm leaving, I don't need this. I'm gonna go on and move on with my life and I'm gonna meet someone new. And that's what a lot of people do. But what they don't realize is they take those growth areas that they had in their first marriage and they bring it to their next relationship. They don't change. Whenever you leave a relationship and enter a new one, you take you with you. And so you, you short circuit your opportunity to develop and to grow and to refine yourself from the feedback you're getting from a long-term relationship. And that's exactly what happens in covenant marriages. If you're in a covenant marriage and you're in it for the long haul, 
You're going to get that feedback on your shortcomings. You're going to get that feedback on your brokenness. You're going to get that feedback on your blind spots. And then it can become an opportunity for you to develop and for you to grow and for you to become a better partner, which will make you a better person. So when you're in this long-term relationship, you have a lot of opportunity to, to change and to be transformed because you're getting all this feedback. You're sharpening each other day in and day out. But if you circumvent that and just leave the relationship, then you're not gonna have that opportunity for growth because you're not gonna have that feedback. Don't be scared of feedback. Invite it. Don't be scared of your partner telling you what your weaknesses are. Invite it. Don't be scared of your partner highlighting your blind spots. Invite it. Because when you invite it, and then you consider it, and then you work on it, that is so admirable. That's going to encourage your partner to do the same. That's going to make you into a better person. So many people get scared of feedback. They don't want to hear the negative stuff their partner thinks. But that doesn't change a partner from thinking it. It just makes them bottled up, and then they're going to attack you and get critical. So instead, if you invite the feedback, be strong enough to receive that feedback. That's so inspiring when you can do that. And again, if you can think about that feedback and consider the pieces of truth in the feedback and then work on it, what an amazing opportunity to become a better person. So those are your three ways of benefiting from a covenant marriage. Number one, it's gonna help you handle conflicts better. Number two, it's gonna cultivate security. And number three, it creates opportunities for growth. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Wyatt Show. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. If this podcast has helped your marriage, please contact me because I would love to have you on the show to interview you so others can be inspired by your story. My email is info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and you nurture it, it will grow and heal. If you neglect it and deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.